Good morning. <laughs> uh, welcome everybody to the official Cobra Kai podcast. Stop. We left this off on number far. eight last week. First, I am it was Tom Cruise, <laughs> and now it's Cobra Kai. You will not let them rest. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we hang out every Wednesday on Friday to talk about all the news about Cobra Kai. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. This is best film friends. I'm with my lovely friend. Best Ol- film friend. Yeah, this <laughs> with my best film friend, Olivia. How are you? I'm really good. Mm-hmm. This always is. This is the perfect end to a week. Yeah. 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 I feel as well. My my day hasn't ended. I still have to go to of my, course, to of my job. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I work later too. But mm-hmm. as far as like school, when I don't have school on Fridays, this oh is, yeah. it perks me up. It makes mm-hmm. me happy. <laughs> yeah. And when when do you finish school? Is it this week or next, next week? week? It's next week. Huh? Yeah. And how are you doing with that? Yeah. Thumbs up. Mm. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the audio listeners, she just <laughs> changed her thumbs Decreasing up. Decreasing from thumbs up to all thumbs the way down. to thumbs yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start this podcast by apologizing to our audio listeners last week because we always do the news, but we forgot the most important news of all important news. All right. Do the you know which one it is? development is coming back. Do you know which one it is? <laughs> if it's not what I just said, then is it really the most important? Which one do you say? Arrested Development is coming. Yes, back. we forgot to tell our audio <laughs> listeners. I know. Arrested I know. Development. I I noticed as soon as you left. I was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. So deep apologies for that. All right, <sighs> please forgive us. I'm already rectifying it. I'm w- started <laughs> watching that remix of season four. Uh huh. You know what? I I love this family. Yes, they are so fucked oh up. My God. But. <laughs> Damn if they aren't entertaining. They're so fucked up, but then they won't leave each other alone. And then especially Michael. They make a joke on the trailer where he's like, goodbye forever. (laughs) I'll see you later tonight. (laughs) And Yeah, I'll see you later tonight. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm ready for Job and Tony Wonder to get married. (laughs) I feel like that's the only resolution that can come from this Mm -hmm. season. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, that's all I'll comment on. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly truly all I care about. Yeah. Tony I've loved Wonder. Job from the very first episode. Uh-huh. And he is a messy bitch, but <laughs> aren't all gays? Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, that uh that moment in season four where they used to play um Sound of Silence. And he's with like mariachis at some point, oh and, they, my and God. then they play they play Zen of Silence. Perfect. <laughs> it w- oh, yeah, I uh, love that trope. The Sound of Silence in yeah. his like existential uh-huh. depression moments. That one, Charlie Brown, <sighs> the Charlie Brown moment with uh, Michael, uh, George Michael. Yeah. yeah. And then no. fucking George Michael. What was his app? His revolutionary app. Fake block. <laughs> That it turns out it was just like the metronome. App. Honestly, okay, this show was so ahead of its time. Like it was, yeah. Season four should have come out now, with the topics that it covers, mm-hmm. with the border wall, yeah. with um, Facebook, yeah. and like you know secret stuff going on with that. It's yeah. just wild. <laughs> 
Uh, not only that, but then this was like a documentary type looking show and it premiered mm-hmm. in 2003. I like <sighs> what the fuck? Yeah. Mitch Horowitz, thank you for <laughs> all that you've done for the TV industry. Revolutionary completely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. And then thank you Netflix cuz I mean who- finally some good content. Yeah. Thank well, you. yeah, this show ended like 2005-2006 and after what like Six, eight I think years? it was six years, and then they did season four, uh-huh. and now it's been. Well, let me do math really quick. Yeah. <laughs> We're English majors, so uh, let me put the like timer. five years, four or five years, four or five years. Because I think g- I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I think season four came out my freshman year of high school. Yeah. So. I was so I was so I was in college already. I was so excited for Arrested Development. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, May 29th, it is coming back for season five. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, uh, part one of season five, part one, mm-hmm. oh, they, man. they're doing eight episodes on May 29th and then they haven't said when they're going to do the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, which I, I know <laughs> you like to binge watch. I know I that love, that's your thing, I but I personally, watch. I like that it's split up because uh-huh. otherwise I feel like I go through it too fast uh-huh. and then I want to rewatch it. But I feel weird for rewatching something I literally watched the day before. Mm-hmm. So I think it's nice that it, at least just for me personally, I really like to um, just kind of savor good stuff that I like. So I kind mm. of appreciate that it's not all going out at once. No, I I, I think it's people like you who uh, who ruin TV. <laughs> tv Uh, should be watched in a binge the whole point of tv is that you have to wait every week to see it and streaming services have changed that long form story dynamic Uh and so now it's just like watching a really long movie yes so when they say things like they're making a new lord of the Rings series on amazon Uh i think that's really cool because the movies are so long Mm mm-hmm and they still don't fit everything in them, even uh-huh. though I think they're really well done. Uh-huh. Um, Amazon, that's going to be like the perfect f- media format for Lord of the Rings storytelling. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I agree because um, yeah. three hour, three hour and 30 minutes movies are just way too long. Yeah. They're way too long. And by the way, sorry about my uh, ruining TV comments. I saw your face. You, I think I broke your heart. Anyways. My bad. All right. Well, I just I I'm looking it, at it from bad. a historical perspective. Like hi- historically, TV has been made to be watched yeah. in a long form. I know, I know, but times are changing. You know, you gotta get with the times. People like to binge watch it. Uh, it's because there's no patience in this modern uh, uh, society. No, we got stuff to do. Man. I'm not a fan. I'm guilty of it too, but I want to go back and just languish in the who who has time to sit down and plan your day around a tv show you know like i do i watch jeopardy every single night <laughs> oh at 7 30 that is 30 yes no dvr like no, why would i record it oh my god uh-uh if i record it i'm never gonna watch it i have like four or five movies on my dvr that i haven't seen because i never want to turn on the tv uh-huh. go to the movie and then have to fast forward through all the commercials 
I won't mm. do it. It's mm-hmm. like too much work. Yeah. I don't know. I I think TV is meant to be it's nice to have like a week to reflect on it, but it's also like like so good when it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And and then you go like, "Oh shit, I can watch episode 2 right now." Okay, but here's the here's the issue is that you're saying TV is meant to do this because yeah. in its creation, TV is meant to tell a long-form story. Mm-hmm. But now our society has changed to a point where that's not the goal of TV anymore. Yeah. So you're looking at it from a current perspective rather mm-hmm. than like what TV was made for. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm not well, trying t- to well, like TV attack t- you or like get too philosophical yeah. about literally television, but yeah. um, I just wanted to. Well, it's not point television. Your it's HBO. All right. I mean, HBO <laughs> still does weekly episodes. That so. was that was my attempt to segue into what you've been watching this week and what you told me that you were like, holy shit. Yeah. yeah, so I will end up watch rewatching Westworld because uh, I you watch I'm Westworld. mad that I went through it too fast. But mm-hmm. yeah, next week after finals, I'll go uh-huh. back. I'll return. So I also got my parents to start watching it. Really? Yes. Damn. That's when you know like a show is good mm-hmm. when like the whole like you start and then the whole family like just yeah. has to watch it. Arrested Development. Arrested You're welcome, family. <laughs> that was me too. Uh, so you watch. Um, Westworld season one, have you watched season two? No, I haven't started it. I no. won't let myself. You won't let yourself? No, I have too no. much shit to do for the end of the semester. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, once you start, like... Yeah. yeah well, and no it was back. stupid of me to try and start watching Arrested Development, too, because I'm not going to want to do any of my essays, so... And did you? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I have to write two essays this weekend. Two essays. Because I have a 13-page paper, which is uh-huh. not one of those essays. Okay. That oh, so that's all of them are due on the same day. Okay, that's nice. Right? Is it? No. No. <laughs> so, this is you need to cut this out because this is so irrelevant no, to it's our fine. podcast. It's no. Fine. People want to know about our lives. Oh my god. Olivia, uh-uh. okay. Uh-uh. They come here for uh-uh. the entertainment. <laughs> they come here to hear about Cobra Kai, our and daily, our my homework life, our daily relatable <laughs> shit, and the news <laughs> and the review. That's what they come uh, here for. Right? Not sure about that. <laughs> Anyway, segue. Moving on. Moving on. No more essay talk. HBO. H- no more HBO. It Chapter Two. Oh yes. Um, they have just cast Andy Bean to play Stanley. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Andy Bean <laughs> like is either. Um, but I put this in because they're joining Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, mm-hmm. and Bill Hader. Yeah. Like, I'll oh say gosh. this. Okay, good casting, good but casting. great casting. Okay, Bill Hader, not a believable grow up from Finn Wolfhard. They're both yeah. very funny, but like facially. Well, I mean, don't know if I agree. <laughs> what? But that's like for everybody. Mm, I mean, yeah, James McAvoy doesn't look like the kid. The or, main kid, mm, I yeah. could see that. You, I mean, like generic white man. Yeah, yeah, that's believable. Jessica uh-huh. Chastain, that's fine by me. But that's just the Because the girl, hair. she has, like, chubby cheeks. Like, she hasn't hit puberty yet. So when she grows up, it, like, some people will lose that. 
Jessica Chastain, I love her. I will never dispute any casting decision that she's involved in. <laughs> um, I personally can see Bill Hader as the grown-up Eddie. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I get that he's, like, the funny man. So he's the one that grows up to be a stand-up comedian or whatever. Mm-hmm. He is a TV show host. I just yeah. uh, I just got it at the library. I had it on hold there. <laughs> When I saw it last summer, uh-huh. I put it on hold through the library system, and I was, I think, number 87 in line. Oh, my God. And I just, I just, just got the notification that it's got the notification. The yeah. It's taken almost a year for me to get it. Damn. So, yeah. Worth it? I haven't, se- I haven't uh, picked it up yet. Oh, okay. But I know it's a fucking brick. <laughs> it's going to take me forever to read. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I have it. I haven't read it. It's like <laughs> a thousand pages. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. as soon as finals are over, it's Westworld. It's Westworld. It's Arrested, Arrested Development, Development and it. And it. <laughs> that's, that's like a pretty good. I don't know. Two weeks for us. <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> what is it? It. Hopefully, yeah. I can get through it in less than a month. Yeah. So it's my goal. It, the book is gonna take a while, but I think Westworld and Arrested Development you're just gonna devour. You know, I don't want. To. I don't. I don't think you're gonna. How you say it? <laughs> I, savor it. I don't have that good impulse control. <laughs> you want to savor it like a fine wine, but you're just gonna chug. I can't savor wine it. either. <laughs> Argent Pictures joins Michael Fassbender. Um, action comedy Kung Fury Two. Do you know what Kung Fury Two is? No. So there was like this indie uh, hit called Kung Fury, and it's like from Argent Studios. Um, I don't know from who. It's on Netflix. They fight, I think, a dinosaur from the past, some shit oh, like that. Great. Um, <laughs> it's like a really weird movie. Sounds like it. Um, but apparently for the sequel, like they people are just Michael Fassbender. <laughs> people are just like lining up. It's not only Michael Fassbender. It's a lot of like awesome recognized actors in, uh, all right so I, ha- I have the i have the thing here it's michael fassbender all right on the cover is arnold schwarzenegger what yeah elsa aisa gonzalez from baby driver baby driver okay uh, david hasselhoff and wait did he die david hasselhoff no he's still alive oh i'm thinking of the other guy Patrick? I don't remember his name. Patrick Swayze? Patrick, no, I know who Patrick Swayze <laughs> is. How dare you insult me by saying that? My oh bad. my god. My bad. No one puts <sighs> baby in the corner. My bad. My sister's watching Dirty Dancing for her birthday party tomorrow night. Really? <laughs> yeah. We have a projector in the backyard. See, that movie, that movie, that movie sweet. It's so good. That movie's sweet, but it's also weird. Cause like the guy is old and the and the girl is a baby. I know, and I'm usually against that. Yeah. But God. And there's also like a pregnancy. I love them both. Jennifer Grey, call me. <laughs> and there's also like a pregnancy plot point there, and like it's it's heavier than people remember it. Like people. I mean, I've seen it probably three times in the last year, so yeah. I remember it pretty no, yeah. well. <laughs> Yeah, but like when people talk about dirty oh, dancing, yeah. they go like, oh, they think so about the dancing. It's mm-hmm. so sweet. Yeah. It's a, I don't know, feel good movie, whatever. But no, man. It's 
a journey and I love it <laughs> and it's a classic and I love Patrick Swayze <laughs> and everything he's ever been in. Um, he's a wonderful actor and an ally to the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was awesome. Rest in peace. He was awesome. He also had that uh, hit single, remember? No. They still play in the radio. It's, it's like such a good song, they still play it. I don't remember. I believe it. I mean, he could do no wrong. Something about the wind. Yeah, something about the wind. Let me look it up. Um, Olivia, you and I are MoviePass subscribers. Yes. Did you know that apparently people are saying MoviePass is dying? Did you know that? I mean, if it dies, then there goes my life. Yeah. But... No, I didn't know people are saying that. I don't really follow the news of MoviePass. Mm -hmm. I just get their emails, which is kind of annoying. Uh -huh. About their policy changes. Yeah. That they change every week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so apparently they have a reserve of cash, and that reserve of cash is the the thing that funds like, people oh, going to the theater. to give the free theater. movies? Uh-huh. Mm. Um, and it's running low. They A week ago, they had a month's worth. But then they got like new funding mm -hmm. or they sold stocks or something. So they have 17 months now worth of cash. Um, their stocks also went down. So that's why that's why people say it's dying. But then the CEO is like, no, it's not dying. We're I fine. mean, that's what all CEOs say. No, yeah. my company's not dying. Yeah. And wow. So uh, it's going to go away before I can see the second Star Wars film in the new trilogy. Episode nine. How sad. Oh, the, se the second. Well, you know, they didn't do uh -huh. the second film on schedule like they were planning to. Mm -hmm. They said they were going to make The Last Jedi and, you know, whatever. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah, so. we never got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently they wanted to make it about a, a really slow chasing, chasing, you know, uh -huh. and about some weird, like, casino planet. And you know... It seemed like a big hot mess to me. I never yeah. saw any kind of uh -huh. resolution. Mm -hmm. I guess it just didn't happen. I don't know. <laughs> they they wanted they I saw the concept art and they wanted to make that movie. Uh but they say, you know what? Let's just skip to episode nine. Uh J Let's just we'll bring JJ back. We'll bring JJ He'll JJ fix back. everything. Yeah. We'll bring <laughs> Please, JJ back. JJ, you're our only um, hope. They'll go the Twilight route, probably. We're on episode uh, nine. They're gonna they have split it in half. Let me put it on the record. Harry Potter did it first, yeah. and Twilight copied Harry Potter. Mm -hmm, for sure. I hope everyone remembers this, no, because otherwise it's just historical revisionism. Mm -hmm. But what I meant was that on Breaking Dawn Part 2, they do a five-minute recap of Breaking <laughs> Dawn Part 1. Yeah. That's what, that's what I meant. <laughs> so on Episode 9, they're going to do a five-minute recap of Episode 8. So here's what you missed on Glee. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with the movie pass news, they did a website did a survey mm -hmm. that says that forty one percent of movie pass subscribers will pay over double. I wouldn't. Like you you wouldn't. No. I personally would for some months. So like twenty dollars a month. Yeah. Because that's two movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mathematically it makes sense, but it's still. 20 bucks which mm -hmm. is more than 10 so yeah no it's more expensive than 10 <laughs> yeah let me let me pull the out my quick calculator math skills let me pull out my calculator 10 is larger than or <laughs> 20 is larger than 10 
Let me ask Google if 10 is larger than 20. Hey, Siri. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I personally would pay it. Um, but I will pay it only for some months. So, for example, like summer. True. Yeah. 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 Summer, I think I will pay it. Um, uh, award seasons. Mm-hmm, I think I will definitely. pay it. Yeah, but. It feels like everything is award season right now with all the festivals. Yeah. Did Cannes just end? It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the months that I would skip would be like January because I don't need to see the new um. Was was that guy's name taken? Liam Neeson. Yeah, I don't need to see the new Liam Neeson movie that comes out every January. Remember what came out in January last year? Get out! Hey. Oh yeah. Don't mm. knock it. Mm-hmm. Jordan right. Peele. Yes. He's bringing back post Christmas films. <laughs> and on that note of Jordan Peele, Lupita. Nyango. 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 Uh joins the cast of Jordan Peele's new horror film. I'm ready. Yes. I'm already signed up. Hello. Yes. 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 <laughs> Who else uh, is on it? I think there were two people confirmed. I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Go on IMDb. It cause, says. Because I've only seen the poster and mm-hmm. I saw it 2019. And so like I didn't worry about it. So let's see. It is, oh yeah, Elizabeth Moss and uh-huh. Winston Duke. And Winston Duke. Ooh, nice. Oh, I'm so ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a new yeah. trailer for uh the new Lawrence Bontrier movie, The House That Jack Built. Mm-hmm. Do you know what this is? It's about a serial killer of some sort. Yeah. Matt Dillon, who uh-huh. somehow has only gotten creepier in all of his roles. <laughs> Yeah, I also saw that like half the audience walked out during really? Ken. Yeah. A lot of people walked out of the movie. Um, I saw, what is it, like a 30-second clip or the no. trailer? No, it's like a it's like a full-on trailer. It's oh. like a minute and a half or okay. two minutes. And uh, it's, I mean, from what I got from the movie is he's a serial killer. And we're going to see how he kills like 10 people. But like in detail. Yeah, like I don't care detail. for it. I'm not yeah. interested. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I mean, I I don't know if I'll see it. I probably won't, honestly. But uh, but I'm interested. Like it's, I'm interested when people do stories that don't usually do, like, and also like how in detail they go. So like. They've done stories about serial killers. Yeah. But they never show the part of, you know, the gruesome parts. I mean. And I feel like this is going to be I that movie. I feel like that's okay. You feel like that's okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Like, I saw Silence of the Lambs. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't need to see everything. What was the serial killer's name? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, he's so creepy when he dances. Oh, my God. I watched that movie too young. Yeah, that movie's got some issues of its own, but regardless. Yeah, I I don't need to see yeah. people getting taken apart. It's just mm-hmm. not... Is yeah. this really entertainment? It is not, no. I think... I don't know what he wants to say with this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't get it from the trailer, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Matt Dillon a lot, honestly. Matt Dillon, yeah. yeah. I yeah. liked him in The Outsiders. <laughs> And um, perfect segue into our Cobra Kai segment. Uh, Johnny LaRusso is in The Outsiders. 
Yes. So is. reason number eight to watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This I'm is getting kidding. so convoluted. <laughs> uh, Netflix say they will add 470 originals between now and the end of 2018. I'm sorry. What? Yes. The end of 2018. Yeah. So that's we're in May, and so that's what month are we on? On the seven fifth? months. On the fifth. Yeah. So in seven months, they're gonna add 470 originals that is buck wild yeah. oh my god yeah, they're like t- 10 billion dollars in debt uh for their originals and you can see why 70 what How? Or who's gonna watch 470 originals i'm I'm sorry. When I saw that, I didn't realize it said by the end of 2018. Yeah, you thought like by ne- this time next year, I thought year, by right? maybe like 2020. Yeah, no. Oh, no. my God. Between now and the end of 2018. That is insane. That is insane. Yeah. Who's what? Who? Well, I just remember like at the end of last year, they said they were going to be putting out like one or two specials a week uh-huh. or Netflix originals a week. And here we are at 470 before the end of the... Y- <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> um, they're very diverse. So I'm pretty sure... So the stand-up specials, documentaries, you know how mm-hmm. they're big on that scene. Um, TV, I don't know what the fuck TV they're going to do. Well, okay, or I'll movies. say this. With their original films, they're not very good. No. They have a lot of, of different um, genres they do. Mm-hmm. But they're not very good. Yeah, they kind of throw money at whatever. There's only a few. Like there was one that was nominated, and I think one uh, with um Idris Elba. Oh, Beast Lo- of No Nation. That yeah. one was good, but long that one was also what two years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was before Netflix decided they were just gonna flood <laughs> the market. <laughs> Netflix is just saying like, you want to make a movie? I'll give go you the ahead. money. Yeah, go ahead. And I mean. Part of me wants to support that because I really believe in independent filmmakers. Uh huh. But at least have a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like there's what is it? The kissing booth that just they put out in the last two weeks. Yeah. All the reviews I've been seeing are Or you're gonna talk shit about that movie? You know the meme of Steve Buscemi and he's wearing a backwards baseball hat and he has a skateboard and he's like, How do you do, fellow kids? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what everyone is saying this movie is, is that it's like a bunch of old people writing for teenagers mm-hmm. who don't understand how young people act or talk. Mm-hmm. And so I guess my umbrage is, why would you make a movie if you can effectively represent your audience? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, an issue with a lot of the Netflix originals that they're putting out. Yeah, I think a lot of the Netflix originals are just fine. Yeah. Which is fine. And unfortunately, but a lot of them are forgettable. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what Netflix is going for. It's just like putting out as much as they can and think, hoping I, that I think, some... Yeah. Throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something <laughs> sticks. I don't know. Yeah. They've, they've but that also doesn't seem like a good business strategy. <laughs> they've also done some good things, but they haven't panned out. So remember the, the movie Mute? Yeah, that was the other one that came to mind. Yeah, so that's a good filmmaker, and he wanted to make that movie for a long Mm -hmm. time. 
and but they he wouldn't get financed and if it's like i'll finance you yeah but again like the movie yeah. meh 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 yeah um another netflix news netflix is um trying to get out of a german program that makes them pay a certain percentages mm-hmm. to their film um like national f- national film and tv program yeah so like taxes basically yeah like taxes so basically uh germany did um a new law like last year i think or okay. or maybe last year or maybe this year mm-hmm. and they ruled it already passed and they ruled that all streaming services are now part of this film program mm-hmm. and they have to pay like two percent something like that okay or like i don't know like 0.2 percent um so netflix like i don't want to pay that so they went to the european court okay because they thought they wouldn't be able to get a fair trial in <laughs> germany um and the european court is like nah <laughs> fuck you <laughs> okay fine yeah so now uh i think they're gonna go to a lawsuit but um in between that happens money to pay for lawyers in between that happens they have to now pay the the german program and but what's cool is that uh netflix can also benefit from this because if they want to make a german show Mm -hmm. or something located in germany yeah they can get from this program they can get finance from this program okay i don't have any sympathy for them yeah it's a corporation Mm -hmm. they should be paying more than they probably are so what what I did, yeah, they're a corporation. They have a shit little money, ten billion dollars on like debt for originals. But what I did understand was that they don't want to lose this battle because that means there's a precedence now True. in Europe, yeah, to basically put different uh, like sanctions on the company, even though they're not based in Germany, right? Or uh, let's say, let's say, let's say France now does a lawsuit mm-hmm. and now there's a precedent you mm-hmm. know and that's what they're afraid of yeah that is gonna start with germany but it's not gonna end there right yeah. that makes sense yeah um destination wedding official trailer came out do you know what this is yes i watched it <laughs> i'm gonna go sit in the seats i'm ready for this heterosexual nonsense keanu reeves in the romantic comedy dude finally oh, oh my, my gosh and winona writer oh. yes winona writer dude my emo king and queen <laughs> i love them i wish they were my parents <laughs> oh yeah i'm ready yeah, and I like I like that um, they don't like each other, you know, yeah. at the beginning. And, and it looks so cheesy. It looks super cheesy. But it's going to be so much fun. I yeah. wish it was coming out this summer so I could see it back to back with Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Oh, my God. The perfect movie combination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for that movie. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the trailer came out, too. Did you see this one? Another Rami I love him. Yeah. I'll support him through anything. Everyone's like, oh, you were great. Like you when you came out through uh, Mr. Robot or even uh-huh. in the Pacific. And I'm just here like, hello. We knew him in Night at the Museum when he was oh, the breakout yes. star. Hello. Yeah, he, was a, he was Egyptian. Tutankhamen. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Mwah. I had forgotten about that. Thank you so much for reminding me. You're yeah. totally right. And yeah. he's so good in it. Mm-hmm. 
I I mostly know him for that and also uh for a video game. He did mm. he did the motion capture, the voice and the character is based on him. So he looks For what video game? It's called Until Dawn and it's like mm. a campy like Kevin in the Woods horror story. Interesting. Yeah, and he's one of the teens and he's also uh the girl from Heroes. What's what's her name? Heroes. The cheerleader. I don't know. You don't know? It's, she's she's famous for like teen cheesy movies. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so it's those two, and the characters look like them and sound like them and hmm, act like interesting. them. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me see. You're you're gonna remember the name of the girl. Like she's like she's done so many teen horror stuff. Like you're gonna remember. Let's see. Oh, this is taking a long time. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Moving on. Well, what I will say about the Freddie Mercury movie. Um, I saw a headline that it's not going to tackle the issue of the AIDS crisis, which is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you could make a movie about Freddie Mercury and not cover yeah. the AIDS crisis. Um, that was A, his cause of death. Yes. Uh-huh. And B, really important. He was mm-hmm. so, like, outspoken about supporting people who are affected by the AIDS crisis Mm -hmm. and to take that piece of history out. That is weird. That's, that is weird. Cause like you said, that was was a huge part of him. Yes. Yeah. His uh, performance ship, Mm -hmm. his music. And then his, um, what would you say it? Um, you just said it, just said it like support campaigns. How do you say? Well, I mean, he, Activism. There yeah, we his go. activism. Yeah, yeah, his activism. That was like a huge part of him. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's weird. They're probably going to mention it. That he's going to be in the hospital. He's like, but it'll be AIDS. a passing mention, which is wrong. Yeah. That's not... That It's wrong. Mm-hmm. And it was just a headline. I hope it's false. Yeah. But I would be really disappointed to see no mention of that. Because mm-hmm. there's been enough, like lack of history on it there's been enough cover-ups and like Mm -hmm. lack of acknowledgement for the AIDS crisis that yeah because that was like how you say that was a when you say crisis people think like oh a few people die but no it was it was was a fucking crisis it was a meltdown yeah it was a shit show and it 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 still affects the gay community today Mm -hmm. there's a big uh distance between older generations and the younger generations, the younger. because the people who were activists and who were living life mm-hmm. in the 80s died yeah. massively. They did. It was so, a crisis. Yeah. It was a crisis and there was discrimination because it was a it was group the of gay people disease. that, yeah, like America did not want to support, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So, yeah, to take that piece of history out of history mm-hmm. is a huge disservice to Freddie Mercury first Freddie of all Mercury. and to the entire community of people who yeah. lost their lives and lost loved ones to it. I think I think if they do that is because they just wanted which uh, they just wanted to concentrate on the rock. But again, like if you're going to make a Freddie Mercury movie, like you can't have one without the other. Yeah, exactly. Because like, it informed so much of his art. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. And he was like so outspoken about it yeah. too. Like Yeah. 
So there's like really no reason mm-hmm. not to have it. Except homophobia Except and there's no being good on the reason. wrong side of history, I there's guess. Yeah, there's yeah. no good reason not to have it. Yeah. There's a lot of bad reasons not to have yeah. it. Yeah. But anyways, this got depressing a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. We gotta we gotta I keep it real. I excel in that. We gotta keep it real. <laughs> being too serious <laughs> in a lighthearted situation. And you know what? It's only gonna get a little bit sadder from here. Because the, su- <laughs> the Superman actress Margot Margot Kidder died at age sixty nine. Nice. Yeah. What? Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Olivia! I don't mean to diminish, but I am a teenager still. Sixty nine. Anyway, she died. I just wanted to know if you had any, um, I don't know, like any memories, any memories of her. I don't know. No? Any attachments? Who did she play? Oh, she was Louis Lane in the Superman in 1978. She did all the Louis Lanes Mm -hmm. in all the four Superman. Okay. Because I've seen, like, I think I saw the original two Superman movies. Uh Uh-huh. The good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not recently. Mm-hmm. They always. My dad used to always have them on when we were kids. Um, but yeah, I just watched a few clips the other day because my girlfriend was doing a sci-fi club, mm-hmm. and she wanted to know about Superman. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I put some scenes on for her, and there's this really awesome scene where. A heli- she's falling and a helicopter is falling too mm-hmm. so Superman goes to the rescue and she's like I got you <laughs> and, the, and and then Margot Kidder goes you got me who's got you yeah such a great line such a great line I love the 1978 uh, Superman film mm-hmm. I adore that movie yeah it's it. it's good it is good yeah I adore it. We c- we I could talk about Superman <laughs> the whole day. This I know you could. I still haven't read your comics yet. Oh yeah. No, this could be like a whole other podcast. <laughs> but um, we're already kind of like like crunched in with our best film. Yeah. And our sub podcast. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah. I know. I don't know if I can. We don't fit have enough time to cover everything. I don't know if I can fit a third podcast. <laughs> you know. Superman. Yeah. I don't know if I can fit it. Oh. Keeping on trailers, this is going to be the last one so we can talk about the movie that we watched. It's a fucking awesome movie. Wonderful. Wonderful movie. There was this, and I know you haven't seen this one. I put it here just so I can. Oh, after I saw the list? Yeah. No, 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 no. (laughs) No, I put it here, uh, the trailer. I know you haven't seen it. And I put it here just like on purpose to tell you to describe to you what happens on this trailer okay okay there's a magnum pi reboot (laughs) with jay hernandez coming to cvs okay i don't know who that is jay hernandez is did you see suicide squad no did you see um bad moms no (laughs) did you see um shit shit olivia you're putting him on the spot He's very well known. Who did he play in Suicide Squad? Because I've seen El pictures. Diablo. El Diablo. Okay. Yeah. What? El. D- he was like all in makeup though. Yeah, that's what I thought. So let me show you a picture. 
like a la- Latino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and he's playing Magnum PI. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing Magnum PI. Um, so let me just describe to you. Does he have a mustache? The, the trailer. He does not have a mustache. Okay, then I can't support that. I'm sorry. Magnum PI has a mustache, and uh-huh. not having a mustache is another mm-hmm. form of historical revisionism. Yeah. yeah. While you concentrated on the mustache, let me tell you <laughs> this fucking trailer. Let me tell you what it does, okay? Okay. It says from the director of The Fast and oh Furious on big bold letters. Okay, they take oh out the whole screen. Right? Then um there's a scene in the jungle. Okay. Right? Where uh Magnum PI is on the is on the jungle with this awesome like car. Okay. It's red fucking like American, I don't know, car. <laughs> And then he's talking to his buddy that is in the shopper. Okay. And he's in the shopper's like, "Hey, where are you?" And he and Magnum Pia is like, "I see trees." And the shopper goes, "You know what? I'm gonna need a little bit more." Which I thought was like a little bit good, right? But then, like a little bit of a good line. But then, okay, what Magnum Pi does, all right, oh is he drifts to the point where his car is like sideways, like. Like, okay. he can have, like, a clear shot on the truck that he's following. Okay. He shoots the truck on the wheels. Okay. And the truck explodes. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, if huge flames oh exploding from gosh. for the wheels, all right? So I was like, what? Like, weird thing, okay? And I was like, okay, so that's going to be, like, the big moment in the first episode, oh. you know? <laughs> and then the trailer ends, and then guess what? He <laughs> he does the same thing again, all right? Oh my God. And he shoots another truck at the end. They're uh-huh. on like a new road on a mountain. He does the same move again. He's like his signature move, I guess. <laughs> he shoots the truck. It does nothing to the truck now. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to get out of the car. Well, the car is like fucking drifting, <sighs> okay? So he gets out of the car, jumps onto the truck, all right? Yeah. And then I think he starts shooting the truck or something, <laughs> and the truck goes overboard. Not overboard, goes, o- like, outside of the road, and they're in, like, a big mountain. Uh-huh. So you know what Magnum P.I. does? He starts to run on top of the truck so the shopper can catch him. This is too much. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Who thought of it? This is like some shit that you think when you're little and you're playing like with your toys, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and now it goes over the mountain and he has to run and the shopper, oh, there's a shopper. The shopper's going to catch him. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so ridiculous. Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. So that's. Thank you. I don't uh-huh. have to watch that trailer now. Yeah. You don't have to watch it because I just told you. And Thank you. I if, appreciate that. If you want to have a good laugh. Um, I mean, if you like it, sorry, <laughs> but if you want to have a good sorry, laugh, but you have bad taste. <laughs> uh, if you want to have a good laugh, just uh, yeah, just watch the new Magnum PI. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Oh. <sighs> Yikes! Anyways, that was a fun note. Let's segue to the movie we watched this week. Yes, what did oh. we watch this week, Olivia? Maybe one of the most romantic films 
ever? ever. Did you say 1994? I believe it was 1994. Okay. Let me double check. Um. Again. Well, I have it right here. Let's see if I can see. 1995. 1995. 1995. Starring Ethan Hawke and Julie Delphi. What a before sunrise. What a fucking cast. What, what a chemistry. Oh what chemistry, my goodness. Dude. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't understand how these two people did not get married in real life. Honestly. <sighs> honestly, like. Yeah. Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> The tension, the chemistry. Oh my god! I was like, I'm ready to fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is so. It's everything. This movie is so good. It's so good. Um, just for people who haven't seen, can you explain the movie? Can you explain the action sequences that happen on this movie? Well, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. We open on a train. Mm-hmm. There's this couple fighting in German. Yes. And they're making a big old scene. Yes. They, the biggest scene. You it's could, the biggest a lot scene to ever. handle. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've been in those situations where mm-hmm. I've witnessed that and it's I, I've been, not, I've been it's that only fun too. if it's in your language and you can understand what they're saying. When it's in a completely different language, it's like, well, that's just annoying. Yeah, I, I've been that couple too, <laughs> but my girlfriend and I are very, very, um, uh, how would you say, respectful. So we whisper Passive fight. aggressive. We whisper fight. <laughs> no, like respectful towards other people. Gotcha, so we whisper gotcha. fight, you know? We don't, g- anyway. We don't anyway. scream like, yes. Anyway, moving on. So moving Celine. On. Celine. Played by Julie Delpy. She <sighs> decides she has to move. What a beauty. Get away from this obnoxious couple mm-hmm. and she sits in this empty seat across the aisle from none other than jesse played by, by ethan, ethan hawk yeah. and they kind of sneak eyes at each other when mm-hmm. the other one's not looking Dude. for like 20 seconds and then they yeah. start talking and before any time at all they uh go to the dining car mm-hmm. they chat a little bit and they're about to part ways but Jesse says he can't forgive himself if he mm-hmm. just walks away. Yeah. What a So he doesn't. And they spend the whole move. night together. Um he has to catch a flight at nine thirty the next morning. Mm-hmm. She has to go to Paris for next week when her classes start again. But none of that seems to matter because no. all they have is this fo- moment right yes. here, right now. Mm-hmm. And it's a testament to falling in love and mm-hmm. it's just so powerful it is so good so to people who have not seen it um if you're wondering does she get kidnapped at some point does is it a romantic comedy and they have a big fight and they go together again um what other like movie tropes there is like of like romantic movies um <laughs> She has a boyfriend back home and, and and she's not sure to leave him or something. No, no, no. There's a movie where they meet and they talk for a whole like hour and 30 minutes. It's a dialogue-driven movie and it talk. is flawless. Yes, they just talk. There's no 
There's no like big like musical scenes. There's no dancing no. scenes. No. Well, there's like a few dancing, but like spontaneously. But it's spontaneous and it's not. And it's like serious. And it's like it's, ten seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. just so. Yeah. It feels very real. It feels very real. It doesn't feel forced. Mm-mm. Um, all I'll say, the only negative thing is, if I met Jesse in real life, I probably wouldn't like him because uh-huh. he's pretty pretentious and kind of a pessimist. But but I think that's why Celine likes him. I can forgive that for the movie. I think I think that's why Celine likes him cuz he just just look at the confidence. The confidence <laughs> he has. He looks like shit in the movie. He has oh. like a wrinkled gray shirt. All I'll say um, is that his facial hair is bad and when yeah. she kisses him, her entire upper lip is covering his mustache and I was uncomfortable oh the God. entire time and I was like, "Honey, I know you don't like that." But aside from that, I don't yeah. mind him. I felt pretty in touch with his character at the mm-hmm. beginning. I was like, yeah, yeah that would be me. Mm-hmm. And then he gets kind of more and more negative, And I was like, well, yeah. I'm not that. Yeah, he's like a romantic pessimist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But what I was going to say is that he has like a wrinkled gray shirt. <laughs> he has some dirty converse. He has some washout jeans. And this guy is the confidence that he has. <laughs> it's like if he was a fucking rock star, dude. There's a point on it's the bus. It's Ethan Hawke. There's, yes. You yes. can't compare. There's a point on the bus where um, Celine is talking. Mm-hmm. And he like very, very smooth, very subtly like hooks her. Like he puts her, his yeah. arm like around Yeah, I noticed. Her. I saw that and I yeah. was like... Wow. Yeah, and he just like goes for Gutsy. it. See, oh my gosh. He just like was, goes for it. I forgot to take notes this week, but I should have been taking notes from him. Like <laughs> Yeah. I, I wrote down a few notes and I uh, on bullet points I, I put that solo hug in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he just like hugs her and then and then he wants to like put her hair like on on her and he on just her ear. he starts to brush it and then yeah. he pulls away and he pulls away and then she looks at him and she and, does and it she herself does it. i oh my god wow dude the balls on this guy the balls to just go to like obviously they hit it off but he's like he lays it on the table he's like i well, feel and there's a big difference between mm-hmm. in a lot of romantic comedies the men are very kind of aggressive and it's yeah, not no, no he's um, not aggressive uh-huh he's smooth well it's not smooth <laughs> but it's also not realistic because the girl falls for it anyway uh-huh. and most women don't want to be treated like that yeah so in this case i i think that there were p- parts that were really subtle and mm-hmm. it was like it stopped the moment before it would have gone into that creepy territory that mm-hmm. a lot of modern romantic comedies yeah. fall into where it's not romantic anymore. Uh-huh. It's pushy. Yes. But this it movie is pushy. doesn't it do is that. Aggressive. And You're it's right. Yeah. Incredible. But but <laughs> those are those movies. This movie he's like so smooth, he's so subtle. Mm-hmm. He's he's respectful, but he also goes for it, you yeah. know, without asking. But mm-hmm. he's respectful about it. And if the girl gets uncomfortable, like he doesn't keep going. Well, and I think that that's the big difference between something that's like a movie like this, which is a labor of love. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that the writers the writers, really everyone. cared about this yeah. movie. Uh-huh. And they wanted to make an authentic film about love. Mm-hmm. 
versus the rom-coms that come out today which are yeah. cash cows mm-hmm. or Just trying well, to not even today buck. not even today like well, in the past 20 years yes yeah yeah i mean they're not great no anyways let's keep going about this movie dude all right so um the the bus scene so okay so beginning okay jesse is so charming right yeah. he's so charming celine yeah. is so charming as well they they it's not like one like conquering the other they're both like conquering mm-hmm. each other they're equally. both really enigmatic yes and, and they're they, drawn to each mm-hmm. other and they're and both it's like just drawn undeniable to each other. chemistry yes and they both want to like impress each other and that's where like all the philosophical like yeah uh talk comes from mm-hmm. you know and some some of it is interesting some of it is like things you think on like i don't know when you're 18 you know? <laughs> 18 19 uh but a lot of it is like really interesting mm-hmm. i feel like the the monkeys talk remember the monkeys talk yeah. oh yeah 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 with the bono he i mean he doesn't explicitly say bonobos but yeah i've been in enough science classes to know <laughs> he was talking about bonobos um, that one, the, his original, his thought about reincarnation and how that one I love. Yeah, that one was really cool. Ugh. That was really cool. He's like, he's like, there's fifty thousand souls, and now there's seven, five, five uh, billion people. Yeah. So where does all, all those like five billion mm-hmm. like souls came from? Mm-hmm. And if you live, believe in reincarnation, then the it's souls just a get fraction like, split. Of one. Yeah, there's a fraction mm-hmm. exactly. And Celine is like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and Jesse's like, you know what? Never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> it's a scattered thought. Yeah. But that's why it kind of makes sense. Uh huh. And he says I that, huh? Love. Yeah, I quoted yeah. that line in my yeah. And he says, and he's review like, of yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> um, I like when they start talking about their sexuality because mm. a lot of romantic. Uh, comedies they're scared of it well a lot of romantic movies not even like comedies don't go romantic movies like they don't go there they don't they don't well it's a it's pretty frank about sexuality and it's Mm -hmm. not afraid of it it's not afraid of romantic movies often are yeah they just i mean sexuality is something normal and they treat it as something normal Mm -hmm. and it's it's something like 20 year olds will talk about like you know maybe not like like at at the, I mean, at but that I point, think that's the beauty of it is yeah. that they only have so much time together that yeah, and they know why and they want to keep up any pretenses. Yes, and they just want to like get mm-hmm. to know each other. Yeah, yeah. and I, I love this line. The girl talks. Uh, Celine says um, the story about his like French uh, swimmer and mm-hmm. yeah, how he, how he, <laughs> it's so romantic, right? It's so poetic. And then Jesse is like, <laughs> and Jesse is like the 1978 issue. Oh yeah! <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I should inform you. I'm also a great swimmer, and I thought that was oh, that so was really cute. cool. I was like, Jesse's <laughs> so charming. Jesse's so smooth, very dude. suave. Very suave, yes. Um, and so like you can see the difference in their characters there. Mm-hmm. Like Jesse's more. Well, but like, not to mention also like he's very American. He's very American, and she's pretty French. Yeah. But she's also not afraid to be like, American stereotypes of French people are <laughs> bullshit. And it's yeah. so annoying to me. And I loved when she said that. I was like, yeah, when, yeah, um, true. Oh, that's so French. How did you say? Oh, that's so mm-hmm. French. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and they deal with the American one too, where he's like, "Oh, I get it. I'm the stupid American who doesn't know how to speak any languages." Yeah, and then he's like, "But I tried, I tried." Yeah, but it, not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but I was gonna say he's like, "Yeah, Crystal," and then he's and then he's like, "You know, Crystal," <laughs> and she's like, "No," and she starts laughing. Um, I also wrote on my notes that first look. And you mentioned it. They look at each other. They don't look at each other directly. Yeah. They look at each other at different times. Yeah. And you can both, you can see them on, on both of them that they, they are interested. Mm -hmm. They think like, oh, this guy's like handsome. Oh, this girl's cute. Like you can see it. Yeah. And yeah. <sighs> yeah. And the, it's, there's, it's there's, a, there's a moment where um Jesse just like goes for it. It's the first time they talk. Uh, the the German couple like goes out. Mm -hmm. Um, they like they storm out of the train, and Jesse's like, you know what? I got my chance. She's like, do do you know what they were fighting about? <laughs> and the girl's like, no, my my German is not very good. And the girl kind of like back like backs away. Yeah. So Jesse's like, he like he wants to keep it going. He's mm -hmm. like, what are you reading? And and that's where like it all started. Like that's where like co the conversations, right. the, the interest, like mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and just the balls, man, the balls of <laughs> that guy to be like, you know what, you should get off this train with me, like, but they do it in a believable way. Yeah. Well, and I really liked the scene where they're in the little cafe or the restaurant and they're yeah. calling their friends, mm -hmm. but pretending, and it's so honest oh yeah oh that to is each such other a good scene i was blown away that like i've never seen scene. that kind of honesty in a mm -hmm. romantic film it was yeah like you said they only have <sighs> this one night and they know yeah. and they leave it all on the table mm -hmm. and the balls on, on both of them to just open up that much because yeah. Celine goes like I thought he was pretty cute since I saw him mm -hmm. and then the guy like opens up like a lot too you know yeah it's like just like oh my god like this is an emotional movie <sighs> this is a movie about emotions and how like two people are opening up to each other mm -hmm. two strangers yeah yeah and it's I mean it gave me some taps on the shoulder like hey don't be afraid yeah <laughs> just do it just do it man and go for it yeah go for it thank you richard <laughs> for everything you've done for love and romance mm -hmm. through your film uh on my notes i also wrote that she calls him out on his shit which i like yes so yes. for example on the ferris wheel when they have the first kiss she's mm -hmm. like, he's like we have the ferris wheel we have the sunset And then Selena's like, you're trying to say you want to kiss me? And, and he can't even say it. He's yeah. kind of like, yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. And then oh. they kiss. And it's like the biggest, like, like, mm -hmm. like this two, like get a hotel at that point. Like this they two guys. They have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> they um, had the park instead. And it was perfect. Um, but so that happens on the Ferris wheel and then like, I don't know, like 30 minutes later, he's talking and he's being like very like sinister, sinister. And the girl's like, what happened? 
What happened? I, I thought you were all romantic <laughs> back in the Ferris wheel. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, another Jesse uh, smooth swap line is uh, Celine goes, we broke up over six months ago. And Jesse responds, oh, I'm sorry. Well, not that sorry. <laughs> Just look, hear that shit, man. You yeah. you hear that? <laughs> you hear that? So suave. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, we've been talking about uh, a lot about Jesse. Let's talk about Celine. Celine is Let's. so good. Yeah, so good. I'm in love with her. Mm-hmm. Her thoughts, her mind. Yeah, her style. Her style. The shirt and skirt under a yeah. dress. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, my 90s queen. Oh, this movie is so 90s. It's very 90s. <laughs> I... One of I think one of her best scenes is when they visit the graveyard. Yeah. And and she talks about she came here before mm-hmm. and she saw this grave. She's thirteen and she was thirteen mm-hmm. and now it's been ten years later and she's like and now I'm older and now she's the same age. Yep. Yeah. It's like a very simple like dialogue, mm-hmm. but just the way she sells it, you know? The yeah. way she says no, it. No, they both are very good at giving a life to these characters who mm-hmm. are real people they mm-hmm. feel like they very feel real. real people yeah. and that they have had very real experiences mm-hmm. and it's just a very honest performance from both yeah. of them yeah and i was gonna say that not not the whole it's an hour and 40 minutes and not the whole hour and 40 minutes are super entertaining or well they're entertaining but all the thoughts are not some thoughts or some points, philosophical points, are better than others. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's weak writing. I think that's strong writing because it's if you... It's realistic. It's realistic, exactly. If you were on a date not, and you say a hundred things, not all those a hundred things are going to be winners, you yeah. know? And they're not all going to stick in your mind, but that's yeah. just life. Yeah, and they're, but they're just like talking about it. They're mm-hmm. just talking about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so this it's not like some Aryan Sorkin... it's um, like the entire sorkin (laughs) (laughs) like where like it's like a play and it flows and there's conflict and blah blah blah. no like the dialogue is just like so realistic not all of them are winners but i think that's like the point you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when i really liked the ending i thought if it had been made by any other director or writers Mm -hmm. they would have stayed together yeah, he would have, or she would have gotten on the train and then gotten back off. Yeah, yeah, like a romantic comedy mm-hmm. where like. But they were able to let each other go. Yeah. Which, God, oh Dude, my goodness! They're so. Okay, so at the end, they have an agreement that mm-hmm. they're just only gonna uh, spend this one magical night together. Yeah. But at the end, obviously, they change <laughs> their minds. Like yeah. fucking obviously, of obviously. Course. How how could you go that time without wanting to? Yeah. See them again. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so they go like, uh, "I'll see you." The stupidest thing. I'll see you here in six, six months, months. from yeah. yesterday. From mm-hmm. And and then they're like, "Okay, do I give you my phone number?" And Jesse's like, "Nah, nah, it's depressing." What is wrong with you? There's so much wrong with that plan. Yeah. This is like, this is the love of your life. This is your moment. And you're going to leave it to... Fate. 
basically. to faith. Yeah, yeah, basically. Basically, like. But at the same time, they wouldn't be where they were without fate. Mm-hmm. So. There's something very like. Again, it's just a very real portrayal because mm-hmm. I think that at that time, especially in the moment that the, that movie was made. Yeah. That's something those people would have done. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially 20-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no, no. We won't give each other our contact information. No. We're just going to keep it to ourselves that this is what we're going to do, mm-hmm. and we're going to stick to it. Like, it's so idealistic. Yeah. It's completely in character. Yeah, it's com- it's yeah, it's believable from them. Yeah. But I, I, as an audience member, I'm like, yes, that's very beautiful. But... But what the fuck? Write letters to each yes. other. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like fucking. Oh, like how <laughs> this is so impractical. <laughs> how are you gonna leave it to to like? They had the best date of their lives. Mm-hmm. No other date is gonna compare to this. Never. And you're gonna leave it to s- six months. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, it's so impractical. It's in character, <laughs> but impractical. I, the audience member, I'm like, no, 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 don't do this. Yeah. Um, when I saw this movie, I did not know there was a sequel. I haven't seen the sequel, either yeah. of the sequels yet. So I saw the, fr- it was 2007 okay. when I saw the sequel. At that point, the third one in the trilogy had not come out. Okay, Before Midnight yeah. was the last one. Yes, and I didn't know, and they didn't know, if a third one was going to come out. Right. So I saw Before uh, Sunset, spoil it for me, which please. is the sequel, and I was like, I need more. I just, I want more. <laughs> I want more. And I saw Before Midnight, and I'm like, I still want more. Yeah. Um. Well, they might do another one. <laughs> yeah, in well, it was 2013. Tw- so 2023. So like pretty quick. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, but I saw this movie. I saw this movie and uh, I wanted more. So I just I googled it and there was a sequel and I was like, holy shit, there's a sequel. And I put on the sequel like immediately, immediately. And it was cool because I didn't have to wait nine years. <laughs> but then I had to wait, what, five years. This just that. comes back to our talk about patience. Yeah. And the way that stories are told mm-hmm. his story you're meant to grow with them and yes. age you with are them. uh-huh you are um just one trivia before we go uh ethan hawk and julie delpy won the oscar for the second one because both of them yeah because oh they um goodness. they wrote the script oh. they, it was link later um and then i think another one and and them kim two. or kat kim kim kasan no Something like that. I remember. Yeah. She's got two Ks. Yeah. Um, uh, so, covering it. <laughs> so for the second one, they won the Oscar. Wow. And they didn't win They didn't win it for the first one. I think they were nominated, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But they were also not credited on the first one. But on, but they gotcha. did a lot of the rewrites mm-hmm. on well, the first one. Well, I'm sure one. that they... And even sort of like improv, kind of. No improv? No but improv. But they wrote it? Okay. This is... This, they they say that they feel offended when people say this. Uh, um, did you improv? Because they say oh. that they rehearse everything. Oh, how how the so hand sweet. moves, how their like their bodies. They rehearse oh. everything, every wow. single thing, to the point where it feels uh, improvised. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. so weird, huh? Oh my they rehearse gosh. it so much, it feels improvised. I love yeah. them. Uh, anyways, that was Best Film Friends. Thank you so much oh, for listening. That's so jarring. We need to have a better closeout. Yes. Um, I don't know. Do you want to sing a song? I mean, do you want to like rate the movie? I'm oh, giving yeah. it five stars. <laughs> I think I rated it four and a half. But oh my god, why? This is a five star movie. Five star movie. Change it. I might change it. Honestly, I need to clean out my five stars because I have a lot. Yeah. Is it as good as Paddington Two? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I also give it five stars. I love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like for like honestly, like I. I mean, I've only seen it once. Yeah. But it's one of the greatest truly mm -hmm. so yes. thank There's you yes yes no, no. Oh. thank you <laughs> <laughs> this uh this is like the sixth time i watch it anyways that was uh best film friends tune in next uh, week for yes. another uh roundup of movie news mm -hmm. movie trivia and yes. a little movie analysis and don't forget i'm not saying don't it. don't forget no i'm not don't saying forget it. the official cobra kai Thank you so much. I don't support this. Anyway, have a good weekend. Bye-bye. We love you all. We love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>